Flap, have you ever had sex in drag? No. That's never been part of my journey. I mean, I've gotten flagged down many a time in the parking lot for um, offers of sexual favors, of which I always declined because I'm a lady. You've never just like gotten back from a show and like been a little Randy. I don't know who Randy is. <laughs> One time recently, I actually got like Taurine and I did a show together, and we got back. And, like, before we had even showered, I got that guac guac. So the ass was bad. No. It was just the the front. That seems gross. I'm... Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. I'm not like a regular podcast co-host. I'm a cool podcast co-host. Flapjack. Do you want to be a girl who poops or a bitch that shits? (laughs) Fawn. (laughs) I want to be a non-binary that lactates. That's what I want. Lactates? (laughs) What season was she on? (laughs) So something I didn't talk about with updates in my life in our last episode was that I got a new cat. Yes. Such a cutie too. Thank you. Thank you. His name is Taro to go with Boba. And um, so far they've been getting along pretty well. Although Taro will hiss and um, scream at Boba a little bit because they're still getting used to each other. For those of you that don't know what Taro is, it's a root that is often used in Milk tea. Yeah, and boba tea. So it's like boba is the tapioca pearls and taro is the milk. Because he's he's a white little cat. So um, although we, taro is purple, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. We also saw Elemental in theaters. Oh, yeah. What did you think of Elemental? <clears throat> it was... Did you not like it? Not my favorite. Oh. I thought it, it was It didn't feel fine. like a Pixar. Like, it was fine. Like, I'm not going to go, like, trash it. But it was, like, the funniest parts were not... Like the most entertaining parts were not even like the main story. I it, yeah, it wasn't like the I don't know. I Coco is probably my favorite. Like that's Pixar, right? Pixar movie. Is it? I don't know. It's my favorite animated movie. Um, but uh, Elemental was just I, I I appreciated the story behind it. You know, like this this like immigrant family coming in. I think there were some weird plot hole kind of. There things. was just too many plot holes that it felt like a lot got left on the cutting room floor. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But it visually, it was really stunning. Oh, yeah. Visually stunning movie. But like there was just a lot of stuff that felt like it got left out. Yeah. And had it not been left out, it would have been like a lot better. <laughs> it was like one of those movies that I would have enjoyed watching at home on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I feel that. I, I don't know. I... I think that for it to be, I'm glad I got to see it on the big screen. So the reason we went was because my partner really, like Danny, he was just very excited about this movie. Yeah. And we got to see it. And, so and the trailers we were really cute. And there was a non-binary character. Oh, yeah. There was a non-binary character. Lake. They had yeah. like two seconds of screen time. But hey, we love some representation. Right. Because like all the other siblings got introduced as like brother <laughs> or sister. And that one got introduced as sibling. sibling. And they used like they in one sentence. So 
Come on, representation. That's what's important. Tarot's there in it. I'm, <gasps> I'm, I know. Ooh, he's learning how to jump. I'm t- trying to decide whether having Tarot here is too much of a distraction or whether it's the perfect distraction. Oh, my God. He's trying to jump. He, I wish everyone could see. He's like a meerkat, like standing on his little hind legs. Anyways. Okay. So we are talking about Camp Wanakiki season five, episode four today, which is entitled Bassass. <laughs> Excuse me. Badad. Excuse me. Badass. Um, now, Bassass was the typo on Out TV, right? Yeah. They just got the... I think the wrong finger hit the wrong key and it, they hit an S instead of a D. I put and my finger in places did not it catch belong. it. Yeah. You, you put your um, finger in the ass instead of the D. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, I say let's jump right into it. Okay. I'm going to have to move him out of the premises. Taro, get, get your shit together. What are you doing? Oh, my new kitten. I love it's like being a parent, you know, he will Tara will keep us up all night just like meowing, begging us to let him come cuddle in the bed with us and stuff. No, he has to be independent. Um anyways, so the episode starts with a flashback. A flashback. Oh, yes. I was living for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cherry's drinking tequila and singing about her memories and how she can't remember her memories. So she's going through her photo book. And Betty comes in and they talk about their days at Camp Hideaweenie, uh, particularly when it was their first time at meeting Cousin Ruthie. So what did you think of this? I thought it was a really cute skit. Yeah, same. I thought the wigs were really not cute, <laughs> but it was it, they were so I loved them. I, I loved, loved them it. when they were. No, I horrible. loved it. It was it was like so bad that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Ruthie's wig, especially Ruthie's is my the, like absolute favorite. The like pippy long stocking Wendy's kind mm-hmm. of like. Yeah, I'll take a vanilla frosty. Um, no, I I absolutely love this, and uh, I don't think Ruthie has smoked on camera before. I don't know. This one like really stuck out to me. Um, well, they were candy cigarettes. They were cherry flavored. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did, I don't really remember her ever alluding to it before either. So I loved that she was. Well, she was doing supposed that. to be a bad girl, a badass, a badass bitch, um, or not a bad bitch, just a badass. So. Yeah, so that happened, and that was a really cute flashback, getting to see that. I love their outfits and hair. But um, then the scene closed out uh, with Cherry saying, you know, it's true what they say. You can't judge a book if you don't read it. And I just thought that was a really wonderful statement. Yeah. Very true. Um, So then we get into the daily camp activity, which was bad. Mitten. That too. Um, And bad. I don't know. I found this to be very boring. (laughs) But uh, there, um, we yes, they played badminton. I think that we should just save a lot of this for our camper call, like the details of it, because we discuss yes. a lot more interesting stuff at the end of this episode. Um, so keep listening to the end of this episode so you can hear some insider tea on how badminton went down. Um, but some things to point out were that Avery wasn't able to join them because she was feeling under the weather due to her disability that day. But uh, also... There was immunity on the line and no one knew about it when they were playing. Yeah. And so Rita Taro happened upon an immunity badge. <laughs> My favorite part of the badminton was Tara playing by herself. Oh yeah. That was very funny. That was the best part. And then it cuts to Avery talking about why she was missing. And she was like, so I just had to sit at home and finger blast myself for eight hours. It was horrible. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Didn't we get like two finger blast references during the badminton? 
tournament? I don't know. I think Avery's all about some fingering and blasting. I think somebody else made a finger blast joke. I think it might have been Muffy. Oh, maybe they're in cahoots. We should ask. Um, cahoots. Not that. What season was she on? <laughs> uh, okay. So, I mean, anything of note about badminton that you wanted to talk about? No. Yeah, I don't know. Um, other than Eddie Danger being hot and randomly so catching flexible. the... Randomly catching the... Um, shuttlecock Shuttlecock that went too far. <laughs> uh, oh, Ranger Danger. Scuttlebutt. Can you believe he was in our studio? No. Like, that's insane. Yes. <laughs> like, that, Eddie Danger was here. That's crazy. Okay. So... I think maybe we should take a break and jump into the talent show looks. Sounds like a plan. No. Waka. <laughs> 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 It DJ Khaled. DJ <laughs> Another one. Um, yes, here we are. Talent show. The badass talent show where th- we uh, have bad looks and ass talent shows. So we started with the Sugar Bakers ringing it in with the cowbell in my absolute favorite Sugar Baker look of all time. Absolute favorite. What did you think of the Sugar Breaker look? They were good. But this episode and last episode, they came out wearing like the exact same thing, which they usually don't do a lot. They usually have like mirroring things. No, no, no. These are different. The um, Cherry is wearing gold and Betty is wearing silver. The dress is exactly the same. Yeah. But they went to Joanne Fabrics and they went to the stud aisle and they got gold studs and silver studs. And I think that is worth it. I was just talking about the fabric being the same because usually they have contrasting fabrics. Well, I think that we I'm are. not using it as a... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's different. Well, I think we are missing the bad bitch in the middle of the room. Yeah. Ranger Danger. I felt so bad for Ranger Danger. Why? He said, help me. As he was pissing on <laughs> Cherry's leg. <laughs> this made me feel things, if I'm being completely honest. I did not watch this until the viewing party. And when he turned the corner, I was like... Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is on my screen right now. One of our friends was there at the viewing party who is into pup play. Oh. And as soon. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not going to name names. But like as soon as Ranger Danger came out as this, because I knew it was coming because I watched all the episodes <laughs> the day they dropped. Yeah. Um, I immediately like looked at the turned my head <laughs> real quick and locked eyes on them. And they were like. Stop it. They're having a moment. Oh, LOL. Um, that, yeah, this was fierce. This is my favorite look. I will say, I don't know why they were they were doing all the, they, like, their idea of a badass is like, it's so funny. It's like something me. out of like a 50s greaser or something like something. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I appreciate it. I feel like Cherry in particular was really getting into this care. But Betty with the leash, like, she wasn't fucking around. It makes me, what are they doing in the bedroom? Do you ever think about the sugar bakers in bed? I they were twins. They are twins. What like? But still, what are they doing in the bedroom? Hopefully not together. Well, you know they they're sh- from Alabama. You know they share uh, an apartment right above Hamburger Mary's, Milwaukee. So what you're telling me is the real twin incest porn is the sugar bakers. Mm-hmm. The Boulay brothers look great here. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. I love this look. So this is actually, um, I, uh, collectively between the sugar bakers and Ranger Danger, they have earned a fetch. Stop trying from to make me. fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sure. Are you fetching that as well? Sure. Okay. Well, congrats. Two because fetches. Because Ranger from Danger's us. there. I mean, Ranger Danger. If, it, if Ranger Danger there. wasn't there, I think it'd be a fawn. But because Ranger Danger's there, it's a fetch. <laughs> I also like to highlight Ruthie's looks. Um, <laughs> and my cat just crawled on my shoulder. And um, I don't know. I wasn't. Oh. I know. It's me. He's made it the baby. I wasn't wild about this look. What did you think about Ruthie's? It was cute. It's fine. It's acceptable. Yeah. Ooh. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are moving on um, to get this sh- roast to cooking, I guess. Uh, badass. No, that's a different episode. That's, that's a episode. flamer episode. <laughs> um, Didi comes well as Donkey Zuko. What'd you think? I did not like this. Okay, okay. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Let's, yeah, let's I get into it. Personally, I don't love the makeup. Why? I actually really like the makeup. I don't think it's very clean. Really? Yeah. I thought it was clean. I, th- I th- It looks very rushed to me. Maybe it was. I mean, having to color correct that much and do like a contour that may be unfamiliar. I really like this. It's just there's not a lot of dimension in it. I don't know. I don't I don't agree. I think there's a lot of dimension. Like the white I think in the this middle photo the- that's edited looks a lot better than Is what this it looked. Edited? This isn't the one she posted. This is from Camp Wanakiki. Yeah, anytime these looks have been posted, they've been a little extra blurred and zhuzhed. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I don't remember it. I don't remember thinking that about the I thought look, the makeup was worse on the talent show. Something I liked about it though, which I guess is, it's not technically makeup, but like I loved the chest hair and like that where she brought in the, the details on that hair. It just looked like a, a really a really well done appreciation to detail. That was the best part of the look. Yeah, I liked that. Um, the outfit itself, you wanted to talk about Riley not wearing drag clothes. Oh, yeah. Riley stoned his clothes and Dee Dee's wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and a leather jacket. That's fair. And was this what you were talking about in episode three, like when it comes to cosplay? Because mm-hmm. I, I agree, this does look more like cosplay. The, I don't know. The difference to me is I do see what, what Dee Dee was... Like I, I understood the reference DD was going for, whereas with I, d- I didn't understand that with Riley. Based if on you're the gonna costume. hold Riley to the standard that this outfit wasn't draggy enough, I feel like it has to be held here. No, I don't, because I thought that the I, I understand. I feel like this reads more as what DD what DD was going for. Yeah, but does it read as drag? I I mean I the costume itself? No, not necessarily. I'm not I'm not like changing my ruling over this one way or the other, but I am saying that I thought I think that the hooves are great. I th- I think that the costume works, you know. I but I don't I didn't think it worked to begin with for for Riley before. I if that makes sense. I so, will agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> but overall, I mean, I really like this look for Didi. Um Sure, I think that she could have done some other things to drag it up, but I, I I felt that like when it comes to when I saw it, it was like this is what I am expecting like a campy queen or king to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like oh, I'm going to be a donkey that's bad. Like I okay. didn't really care for it personally. So, I I really liked the makeup, like, and I think that is what's pushing me over the edge. Like I liked it a lot more than the mask on the the crow. The more I look at it, the more I like the makeup. Yeah. But I still don't like it. Like I, I get what's going on here um, more than I did for the crow. So it's a, it's a fawn for me overall. It's a flop. Flop. 
for Fong. Okay. Um, next, we're moving on to Miss Texas 1988. What did you think of this one? Miss Texas had a really great performance. I think had it not been for the performance, this wouldn't have been my favorite look. Okay. Um, the look is very, uh, it is very like bad girl punk grunge. Yeah. But like, I think without the look it or without the performance aspect, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The performance was great. Like I love the performance. Yeah, but it, if it was just the look alone, it would be kind of a middle ground, maybe a light fawn, maybe a light flop, but the performance of it made it a fawn. Totally. I mean, I, I like the look to begin with, to be honest. Um, like I, I think she's a bad girl, and that really reads to me. I think but- the reason that I feel that way is because compared to what Texas has done, this doesn't feel as inspired as some of the stuff Texas has presented. And I don't know that that's fair of me to use as a judgment, but, and mm. I'm acknowledging that, but like the look itself isn't, the look itself isn't as on like, it very much just meets the brief. I don't, yeah. it doesn't necessarily go above and above and beyond in a way that, um, and I feel like a lot of her other looks have gone above and beyond, but I did like the, like the twist that she put on it where she's like, not actually oh, yeah. a bad girl. Like she just kind of <laughs> is Nasty. bad at being alive. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. And her like eating the shit. Um, that was something that Vincent did with his pig look in my season. And I remember seeing that and being absolutely disgusted. I've done, so, oh, for something that I auditioned for that once upon a time I did something similar. Oh, interesting. There's a lot of dookie eating going on. Um, okay. Anyways, is this a fawn or a flop for you? This is a fawn. Miss Texas 1988 gets a fawn from me as well. Next up to the stage, we have Muffy Vanderbilt, the third, the controversial look of the episode. Mm-hmm. The, um, yeah, she's a bad poodle. Uh, what did you think? I mean, cause the nitpick on this was, or the critique was that she wasn't a badass. She was a bad bitch. What is a badass or what is a bad bitch? If not a hyper feminized badass. And it's just like, also the fact that the sugar bakers would have justified it by, if she had just said badass bitch, if the fact that that alone would have justified it enough to be, yeah, I don't think, I think it's, it's a really strange nitpick to go in. Cause I mean, this looks great and I think it's very campy, like especially with the nipples going all the way down the front. Right. It's the like attention to detail of the look that are the accessories are the right accessories. Like I'm like, would they have, would this have been a fine pass had she used black accessories instead of pink? Yeah. You maybe. know what I mean? I, I, I didn't get the, critiques for it i mean other than you know that someone has to be in the bottom and, and <laughs> but it, it this looked great like i didn't understand at all yeah so this is this is a fawn for me i, I really yeah. like it yeah definitely a fawn because the emphasis here to me is on the the bad part of it also the right. sugar makers literally had a bad bitch in the, the outfits they walked out in right which was ranger danger so it, right. i think it means the beef and the rhinestone nipples if they had come up with a, the a different cri- nipples, <laughs> if they had come up with a different critique for it, maybe I could understand why it's in the bottom. But I understand th- the critique about the knife. Okay, 
Yeah. But that's it. I could see that's that. That's the only critique that I understood. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if she did grab it from the mess hall. That's absolutely possible. Because I, I had considered doing something like that she before. She posted <laughs> with her um, promos a crop that I think she was supposed to have that she might have left at home. Oh, I see. Um, okay, well, Muffy gets two phones from us. Next up to the stage, we have Avery Goodname in this Western look um, where there, she has this train uh, on the back where it it's so it's a Western like sheriff. And then when they turn around, it, there's a wanted poster as a train. And it says wanted dead or alive reward $10,000. And it is a badass. I want to know how this is constructed because I am obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, this is very interesting. Uh, I want this. And this look was making its rounds on Twitter. Like people I want this. are really checking it out. I like this a lot. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And I like the way Avery drew their top lip to look like a mustache. Same. This this is, yeah, any critique that I had about especially her bird look, having issues with the makeup, like the, this makes up for it. You know, like this is very impressive. Um, I love everything about it. Only thing that I would have changed personally uh, would have been adding a black outline to the hat, hat. like the same way as the bottom. Because it feels disconnected. Right. But otherwise, like, but the, the hat itself still makes sense. So it, it's, right. this is a fetch. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. I love it. I think I'm it's interesting from it. every angle. Okay. And I guess I have that critique for the hat, but I don't think it is enough of a issue to dock for me. So I love it. Also, did you notice that her belt buckle is an anus? I literally just noticed that. That is hilarious. I love that. That's so funny. Okay. Hilarianus. Uh, next up we have Rita Taro. I, and I remember she does have immunity at this point. Do you think that her immunity saved her? Yes. Here? I'm not sure that it did. This looks like something you can buy on Amazon. The it look? looks cheap. The whole look? The look looks cheap. It looks like a Halloween costume to me. Interesting. I I didn't really think it looked cheap necessarily, but um, I also don't understand it for this challenge. It felt like a stretch to me. Yeah, it it, it is I, another one of those thinking so far outside the box, your brain falls out. Like, and like the mask, the mask that she had, she couldn't do any kind of embellish to. Fair. Like it was literally an Amazon mask. I have a cannibal like that kind of mask that's fully rhinestone somewhere interesting and i'm like, the one who was accused of cannibalism i um yeah i just don't feel this was executed as well as it could have been like i liked the concept and okay i'm gonna be completely transparent when she did this i was kind of gobsmacked because i had a concept for camp spirit if i was to ever return where i would lean into the whole cannibalism thing literally do this exact same thing like roll out roll out the trays with the food open dishes and it have like different body parts in it. Yeah. Um, one of them being an ass and like eating the ass. So, um, yeah, that's interesting <laughs> that, that we had that same brain like wavelength. Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't really like the cakes as butts. Like I get it, but it wasn't, here's the thing. They weren't actually shaped like butts. Yeah, they were was, shaped like a heart. It was a little confusing. Uh, and I've seen that cakes that look like a butt. Yeah, I think I think there's ways to do it. I, it felt like she was bribing the judges with free cake. <laughs> <laughs> she That's didn't have to. Giving. She already uh, won immunity somehow. So, um, all right. 
Yeah, I don't know. The more I look at this, I don't really. I like the concept, but I, 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 don't. I think it's a stretch for badass. Like I don't like the concept eh. for this. Not for this. Yeah. Okay, so is it a flop for you? Yeah. I think I'm also gonna give it a light flop. I just feel like the execution wasn't quite there, and it was a bit of a stretch for the category. Um, but hey, she has immunity, so what the fuck does our opinion matter? Um, well done, Rita, getting to camp another day. I'm just mean this episode, I think. <laughs> I'm just really mean this episode. Well, how about we... Maybe because I feel like I could do this category well. Yeah, th- this category was interesting. I don't know. Overall, like there's some really amazing looks and there's other ones I'm just like, eh, nothing I really yeah. love. What, what about Tara? Um, if uh, Mafia's a bad bitch, would RBG not be a bad bitch? I don't necessarily think that those two are comparable, but, but I, like, you I, I definitely I mean? think RBG is a bad bitch. Like, the, like if it's a stretch for Muffy, why isn't it a stretch for Tara? I just think the judging here isn't yeah, fair. equal. And it's not that the, like, I really liked her RBG look. I didn't love the reveal as much. Same. It, um, it, honestly, it reminded her, the reveal kind of reminded me of, you know, when the drag queens will write like a bunch of slurs on a dress. Like that's kind of what it reminded me of. I wish it kind of would have been a, either a different color or it would have been a bodysuit. Yeah. Something about it just wasn't quite working for me, but, um, and I liked the separation of the church and state. Like that was really cute. That is cute. That was my favorite part. I, I wonder if it would have been better if she had just done that, you know, not had all these other random logos and stuff. Cause it, it just felt, I don't know. It just felt a little thrown together. Imagine if she had just done the like sequined, um, judge robe and then just had this separation of the church and state on the back of that. I think that would have been a, a fine reveal actually. So yeah, I could see that. But overall I, <laughs> Yo, my cat is causing absolute havoc. Um, <laughs> uh, fawn or flop for you for Tara Newhall? Um, I'm really on the fence for this one. I'm going to fawn it. I'm going to lightly fawn it. I, like, I liked the direction she came out and I enjoyed that. And, you know, I think that the it did what needed to be done. I really like her lipstick here, though. Yeah. I mean, her, That's a really her, pretty pink. Tara can fucking paint. Ugh, she always looks good. Um, next up, we have Girl Haggard. What do you think of Girl? I thought it was punk. Yeah. That's about it. It wasn't my favorite thing. I liked that she made her butt bigger for it to be a badass. badass. Uh, I enjoyed the chaps as a train personally i know the sugar bakers were like if you're wearing chaps you the real badass thing to do is wear them as chaps not as a (laughs) not as a train and i'm like actually the more punk thing to do would be not to wear the clothing the way the clothing is meant to be worn fair like kind of like how the shoulders are (laughs) the shoulder pads are wigs they're mullets yeah i think that's really fun um i love the shoulder pads as mullets that's probably my favorite thing about this outfit um but i did agree with their critique that they could have she could have switched her first look with this look and it would have benefited her more um this just needed a little bit more of a concept yeah it was just a look yeah, uh, that, but but I know it was a very sentimental one to her, so I don't want to downplay that. But and also I know that she had some kind of costume malfunction on stage, which is pretty much always a death sentence. So and they never show it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess are you gonna flop this one? 
Yeah. I think I'm also going to pop this one. Sorry, girl. And uh, it's like, I think I would live for this if it was like she was performing a number in this yeah, bar. Same. Like it's with, just like I feel that way with every single one of girls' looks. Like I don't dislike what she's wearing. I just don't. It doesn't quite fit right for the category. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just a little off. It's like, especially since people are bringing concepts, concepts, concepts. Mm-hmm. When you're not bringing a strong concept, and the look isn't just a wowzer, like, yeah, it's not gonna stack up. Right. I agree. Like those double stack wigs on her shoulders. Okay, next up we have our little demon boy. Yeah, our demon boy who stole Klinika's pride badge. <gasps> what if I ever think? went on camp, I'd just steal all of your badges and take them with me. <laughs> all three of them. What badges? I barely have any. <laughs> three. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, this is... What'd you think? How- like, it fits the brief perfectly. Like, it's a badass. It's a demon, which is badass, but he's also punk, which is badass. Like, I'm here for it. I don't really have any notes. I love the horns. I love the green paint to it, so it's not a traditional demon. It could also be like an ogre or a troll. I think it's an interesting take. Like, I don't know. I... This one isn't my favorite. Uh, like I don't, I don't dislike this, but I didn't necessarily think it deserved to be in the top oh, over some of the others. I think this was the best look. This is my fetch. Oh really? Yeah. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. This is absolutely a fall for me. I think it's good, and I think that there is a cool concept there. Um, but I, my my to- I, I thought that Avery could have re- replaced in the top, or it could have been Avery yeah. and Riley. Um, I really I think, thought Avery should have been in the top this week. I think Riley deserved the win, hands down. I think it could be argued that Avery could have been in the top, yes. But I think Riley did deserve the win, hands down. Um, like, I could not see somebody else winning this. Because, like, if you're going to go traditional badass, too, like, it the very DIY nature of it, Mm. But it's so detail attention oriented that makes it the it still keeps that punk raw element, but there is so much of it that takes it to the drag level. Yeah. It, that's why it's my fetch. It's a it's a great look. I, I, I really, really like it. Um yeah, fawn for me. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a break and then we'll be back with the rec room thoughts and judging. And we are back talking about the rec room. Yeah. Was there anything that really stuck out to you for this week's rec room episode? Or this week's rec room in the episode? I mean, everybody was talking about how... Rita had immunity. Yeah. And the other thing that really caught me off guard with this rec room was everybody saying that they thought Muffy and Riley were going to be the top two. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was quite a, um, that, that threw me off what I was expecting to have happen versus what actually happened. Um, yeah. And I also, I thought that discussion was interesting, but also the discussion of, uh, <laughs> y'all, my cat is about to climb my fucking crown trophy case. Taro, get over here. What are you doing? Stop it. 
Quit being bad. Taro the Terrible. He's just a little kitten. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's so cute. Uh, Rita. I thought that Rita made an interesting point about them being talent shows and not runways. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's six and one, half a dozen and the other. I think it. if you... Sometimes it needs to be a performance. Sometimes it's better as a runway. I don't expect everybody to have a performance when they come out. Okay. I don't think everybody Fair. needs a performance when they come out. Because personally, I prefer a look to be able to speak for its own. I think, yeah, I agree. Um, I think I sort of agree. Because I, mm, how do I express this? Like, it's about both, you know? Yeah. It's about the look, but it's also about what you do on the stage. Like, Because as campy entertainers, we have to think of creative ways to get the concept across that we're, what, with what we're doing. Yeah, but like, you're given these categories that there are clearly ways to hit the nail on the head with the look without even like having to have the performance. I think the look should be there. And you shouldn't have to rely on the performance to sell the look. I think the sure. look should stand on its own and the runway or performance, however you want to look at it, should just elevate the look. What you already did. Yeah. I will say that, that I think a big that, job. Yeah. He's jumping all over the place. He's like a, a spider monkey or something. I think that the sugar breakers and Ruthie appreciate the talent show concept more though you know like having a full a fully thought out performance for them i really um, just think and this is just my little gripe with camp is they need a better format it I, and I they need to make it clearer of what the expectations totally. are make the expectations clearer and i think they need a way to showcase people's talents in other ways than just these little daily camp activities that nine times out of 10 don't mean anything for the competition. Why can't we have more stuff like the puppet show last season? That was so fun. Like give us ways to really fall in love with these characters Mm -hmm. and like let them shine in more ways than just what they do on the talent show. And then just acting crazy for funny camera bits for. I think they need, I agree with you. And I think that the way that to do that is to establish tenants for the show. Like, you know, with drag, village, drag, yeah. filth, horror, glamour. And with, then for, uh, <laughs> drag race, it is, uh, charisma, uniqueness, nervous and talent. Um, but with camp on it's what amp up your camp. So sometimes I just feel like the sugar breakers have it like a little underbaked. <laughs> <laughs> what are we cooking here? That's the real question. The sugar cookies, the cocaine bakers. Hmm. Um, okay, so moving on the, uh, from from that, we move on to the judging, and we find out that the tops are Riley Poppy Seed and Miss Texas 1988 are safe. Uh, Miss Texas can top me. Mm-hmm. The safe campers are Rita Terra, who has immunity, Avery Goodname, Dee Dee Cumswell, and Tara Newhall, and our bottoms are Muffy Vanderbilt the Third and Girl Haggard. Did but, you agree with these placements? No. What did you not agree with? I would have put Avery in the top with Riley and I would have put Rita had immunity. So I would have put either Dee Dee or Tara in the bottom with a girl. Interesting. 
I, I thought Muffy was perfectly safe. I thought Avery should have been in the top. I would agree with that. Um, I don't know. See, I, I don't know. At first, I felt that the uh, the um, Rita's immunity didn't really help her because she had like a, a fully thought out concept on the stage rather than just a look. It wasn't good though. I don't care if it's a concept if it doesn't match the theme and it's not good. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. I yeah. And like, here's but, the thing. But uh, hold on. Oh, wait, let me finish this thought. But I think that. I think that maybe Muffy is there because of Rita's immunity. And I kind of wish they had told us that, um, if that's the case. They, like, did not give any critique to Rita at all. They were like, yeah. she, she has immunity. Immune, so she's gone. Well, yeah. And, I mean, maybe that's the way you got to do it, you know? Like, if, if so-and-so I want to know, like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I feel like there should still be critique because I feel like they're also going to think about that in future sure. episodes. They did critique Queen Faraz when she had immunity. Yeah. They said, girl, you're lucky because this episode was not it. And uh, I mean, even on like Drag Race, when people have had immunity and on shows like that, they'll talk about it. If mm. you like that immunity really came in handy, they'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, I did not understand Muffy in the bottom. Congrats um, to... Riley, though, yeah, on winning the episode and winning five hundred thousand dollars, just five hundred dollars. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, congrats to Riley there, and our hiker is unfortunately girl haggard. Yeah. Um, I thought okay at the viewing party, I felt like everyone was like so in love with girl. I just could really feel the appreciation for her in the room. Girl haggard for Miss Congeniality. Totally. I think that she might be Miss Congeniality. She better be. Like, based on what we've seen so far, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I thought she had the most campy can-do attitude, like, ever. Probably the brightest smile to ever be in the bottom in in the show. I I don't think anyone will ever be better. It will ever have a brighter... um, smile than she did in the bottom i mean she she just i think that she understood what was gonna happen and the thing that i appreciated the most about her was as she left she said i can't wait to keep encouraging the other campers on their way to the crown and it's like yeah this is miscongeniality behavior so i am gonna miss her harmonica i will say um she seems like somebody i could be friends with she's she's very sweet i loved getting to meet her at austin international drag festival um but speaking of someone who's met her oh I think we're getting another, um, you hear that? Oh my God. I thought, I thought my phone was on silent. <laughs> oh wait, it's a camper call. Flapping, Flapping and, and falling, calling. calling. Hi Muffy. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm walking on sunshine and heels. How are you? I'm not wearing heels. I'm very much out of drag in my bed eating Cheetos. <laughs> are they cheese a- curls or cheese puffs? They're flaming hot, just like me. Oh, oh. so you're a flaming puff. Damn, long episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so we are on episode four, Badass. And the first thing that I wanted to know was about immunity. Like, how was everyone feeling when the immunity bomb was dropped? Okay, so what's true is, as someone who's filmed, you know that we like film things multiple times because yeah. we they usually get our real reaction and then they're like okay now do it where the camera cares and, we're like, <laughs> <laughs> and so when they did it most of us were very upset looking and they were like okay cool that's not going to be cute so then we refilmed it where we were like oh yay yeah. we're so happy for you at you least know, like at least it didn't make like, y'all do you know, one of those like almost, forced clapping moments like yeah 
you know? <laughs> yeah, very that. And it was like, we were really all like, oh, I would have tried a lot harder had I known that. Yeah. So, like, what did y'all know? What did y'all not know going into badminton? Okay, so number one, um, it's late September in Wisconsin. <laughs> and so it was roughly like 40 degrees outside. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it took like two hours for them to like set everything up with the camera stuff because they call us at 9 a.m., right? I'll mm-hmm. give you all the tea because my NDA doesn't say anything about details. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> um, and so we, we're filming at 9 a.m., and it's like 40 degrees maybe 45 degrees at like you know best case scenario and riley is like covered in like eight blankets that they had to go and get them because he stopped being able to feel his like legs and hands and avery couldn't even get out of bed is, is like in the cabin because um something happen like their disability affects right uh through the the temperature and it's like that makes sense because like your nerves and stuff don't really work well when they're cold and so like we find out that they're not coming and we're all sad and we're all very cold and it's 9 a.m and you know that means we painted at 6 a.m and so overall miserable um but with a campy can-do attitude of course because uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I remember we were at, at the viewing party for this and i mentioned like on the mic um that like the nights were always the coldest and I, I i remembered that i didn't have room to pack like another blanket or a pillow so season six girlies and guyleys and non-binaries <laughs> lease you need to pack a blanket because it gets super fucking cold was it the you same know, for y'all a pillow yeah a pillow <laughs> or a mattress or so what people don't know is that we really do sleep in the cabins like mm-hmm. it's really a children's cabin and they give us prison mattresses <laughs> on a bunk bed that are for people who are four four. Right, it's very and tight. I am six two. Oh, and so, right. And you appear so, so much shorter on camera. It's because I wasn't in heels. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am six two. It's just we we had a very tall cast. I think like Riley was the shortest, probably. That, that sounds out. true to me. Um, but you know, Dixie are like giant men, right? So um, we had the most interesting time getting comfortable in our bunk beds. And, you know, they, they gave us like paper thin blankets and there's like a bucket just full of like folded up sheets, basically. Oh, there weren't, yeah. weren't really blankets. And so that. we just had like 18 sheets on ourselves and, and I'm fat, so I sweat. And so for me, I had the window wide open. N- nice. Um, so you were you had the window bunk. So I was that selfish person that took that bunk that's like the furthest away from all the other bunks. Correct. That's not selfish. That's smart. And in fact, I had the bunk right next to the emergency exit. But like, I got that Me one too. and the one next to it. Next to it. Because yes, they're okay. Oh my god. Could you smell me on the mattress? No, we did find, we did find, um, someone's vape from your season, uh, in one of the other, <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> We're assuming it wasn't from the children that used the, the camp in the, in the, in the on season. You never know. You never know. But imagine how they found it, but we did. It was strawberry, uh, lemonades, whoever that was. Yeah, oh. we need a lost and found for season four. That should be a badge. Actually a lost and found badge. That would be really <laughs> fun. Imagine? 
Next be thing a lot you of know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, you had the face crack of the season. What was going through your head as they were calling the placements? Okay, so as a viewer, tell me this. When you watched it, you assumed I was in the top two, correct? Yes. I mean, personally, yes, especially because all the campers during the rec room said, we think Muffy's going to be in the top this episode. I was was unsure what was going to happen because I think at that point we had seen... Because for some reason, I don't know what you did to piss off Cherry in this episode, but she was very she, against... Oh, the whole season. The whole season. Uh, There's so much more to come. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, based on her, I was not really sure how it was going to go because I really liked your look and I also liked uh, Miss Texas's performance. I also liked Riley's performance. It was pretty obvious to me the girl was going to be in the bottom. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a strange placement. I will definitely say that. Cherry's critiques so, made me like think that you would be bottom because of cherry but like yeah. she's very literal this season that's not what i would have personally thought well because because you, you just saw flamer so you saw you saw the, the the most recent critiques and yeah it's like another nitpick so what's interesting is is like you think like okay i'm going on camp on a kiki i want to think out of the box right yeah and then like i think all of us did that because here we are with two gumball machines two ice cream looks two <laughs> bingo looks two and and what you guys don't realize is like the hiking campers like um it, it like some of their looks were even repeats it's just it didn't show on the show because they were gone right yeah because um for the bird of a feather um wasn't dixie was a flamingo yes oh yes <laughs> And then, but hers was way different and really beautiful. Right. To- but like, still, it's like, holy cow! Like, how did we had to like take stock? We started asking each other, like, "What are you wearing, girl?" Like, yeah. What's happening? Because <laughs> we we almost we only had that happen with one, but it was the barnyard social talent show. Um, That's pretty easy, and, right? And we were gonna have like six pigs, but there was only one that was still in the competition. I think um, at that point. So all the pigs, (laughs) I know it was, it was wild. Actually that with this particular talent show, it reminded me, well, what Miss Texas did, it reminded me a lot of Vincent's barnyard because he was also like eating shit. (laughs) And so I was like, how did, what what is Seattle doing? (laughs) Like they're, they're real wild. (laughs) For me, this is, this is what's true. I was face cracked because I thought I was winning the episode because I'm looking, I'm looking left and right, and I love all of my brothers and sisters and they, them friends. And I'm like, okay, I feel very wonderful looking. Yeah. And uh, there were a lot of concepts. And that's the thing is like when looks lack, usually the story will make up for it. Right. But another thing that people don't know is when we're modeling our looks, and I say modeling because there's this debate going on in the Camera Kiki fandom right now of, well, is it a runway or is it actually a talent show? It is a runway. There's no, um, like as someone who filmed, um, I can tell everyone in the world, it's a runway because you don't hear your voiceover. You mm. were modeling for the sugar bakers in complete silence. They did not play music for us because they wanted to catch on film the sugar baker and Ruthie's comments while we were modeling. They didn't give you they any music, music at all? None. I want to say the first time we got music is the flamer next week. Uh, that's already out. So no spoiler there, but um, 
you can tell because there's like a pep in a lot of our steps. Like when I come out, I'm like very clearly like dancing around a little bit. It completely changes the vibe. Yeah. yeah I don't know that I'd be able to and do so, it without music. When, so what I'm telling you is, is like I'm sitting there in this gorgeous poodle costume made of velvet, sweating my butt off. Oh yeah. Going like this. <laughs> and you can hear your footsteps. You can hear Ruthie clearing her throat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like it's like you hear you, you can like hear the boogers and Sherry's nose drying like <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're supposed to be living this full fantasy and you're like baby that's modeling like and then mm. you have Miss Texas who did do um really cool like um performance art but you don't see that on the episode because they used a lot of noise they they did a lot of vocal things and all that, but you don't see that on the show because they they edit it like modeling. And so oh. the people that are modeling sometimes look kind of weird on the show. You're like, what are they doing? And then you're listening to the story and it's like the sugars weren't even hearing our story while we were modeling. So we were modeling. So when we were there, we would, we would um, model or do our performance or whatever we were going to do and then get to read our story that went with it. Did y'all do the same thing? So we got to read our story beforehand. And then we had to go on stage and model. And then we had to go on stage after that and do close-ups. And so it really just was truly a lot of modeling. And so, again, so if you see Miss Texas, like, you're like, what's she doing there? What's, what's, What's happening? It's because in real life, it was gorgeous. It made sense. It was, like, completely this, like, brilliant thought out thing. But it gets kind of lost in translation and editing because it was a performance piece. It was, she wasn't modeling a garment i feel like things changed with clinica like clinica absolutely clinica brought in like an abc like step process for each of the talent shows and it was not ever a runway after that yeah um yeah and unfortunately when we filmed y'all were only on episode three right that's what i was about to say like y'all had prepared all of this stuff before the season had even finished airing so it's not even a fair expectation to put on the newest season right because they hadn't seen it i think i think miss texas is just such a brilliant artist and i i think like it was just really in their favor that that is their style of drag and i think it was a really beautiful payoff and i'm really happy for them but it's like i I definitely was modeling i I was doing a runway i treated it like drag race i I gave very like the vivian the vivian uh edit of like here's my really cool conceptual costume but they're not it wasn't always a gag it's like the camp was the look you should have had a ball gag <laughs> hello oh that would have been funny if you like chased so, the ball gag so, <laughs> i love that why do i want to add that now it'll be, it'll be a, it could be like a tennis be a, ball a pink tennis ball yes oh well so i mean just stone it or cherry will be mad <laughs> <laughs> i did really like your like i felt like this I don't know. I didn't think you deserved to be in the bottom necessarily. Like the, uh, the nitpick was very strange to me, but the, um, cause I did feel that you took badass in a direction that was not what everyone else did, and you like, know? And I don't think you should have been punished for that. Am I delusional in thinking that didn't they say something like if she had just included the word badass into her thing, she could have been a top look. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so th- those are some interesting critiques. Happen. Um, it's just to me a dominatrix poodle how is that not badass any more than Hannibal Lecter or 
you know, having <laughs> actual smelly ass or, you know, like a, a wild west double face booty or like, it's like all of those were like really cool inspiration pulled theme ish relating things. But like, it was just that they were like, you're in pink. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. That's not pink. Isn't for bad girls. Yeah. Okay, well... But then the top two looked like the same story. It's like they actually had the same color palette. Yeah, they did. Like, they, like they, they literally could have been in the, in the same film. They were it's going like, to prom together. To inhale? <laughs> or at the swamp? So it's like they just knew what they wanted. And we were really happy because we, as a cast, really wanted Riley to be celebrated. Because we celebrate Riley every single day. Totally. We were very blessed. And that's that's not something that's happened for Kings in previous seasons. So yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that he is getting his flowers, it seems. Um, okay, well, is there anything else for episode four that we would be remiss if we didn't hear from you, Muffy? Um, just that I'm such a genuine sweet person in the episode, and I can't help it that my reactions are just so natural. <laughs> I love that you lean into it, though. You lean I... looking right into the camera. <laughs> it's it's okay, I've gotten, I've gotten so many comments about that, and uh, like I, I I've been telling everyone that asks like I'm doing it on purpose like like literally every time I think something's crazy like I like look exactly into the camera lens so the audience knows girl what's going on I don't know either see but I think that's kind of what you have to do like Camp Wanna Kiki's this super weird thing where it's hard to be real you know and yes. sometimes you just really have to take the bull by the horns you have to take the camp by the Wanna Kiki and just look into the camera to yeah. be like. What do you think, America and Canada? You know, like, yeah. So, Muffy, okay. can you tell our listeners um, where they can find you on social media? Sure, they can find me at Muffy Vanderbilt the Third on Instagram, and they should follow me because if I'm not famous by the end of this show, I am suing the sugar pickers. <laughs> That's a good policy to have, but lower your expectations. Okay, well, thank you so much for chatting with us about episode four. Yes. Well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Flapping and Falling.